Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Toddcast Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at toddhancock.ca. So do people call you Magda or they call you Mags? Like, what do you go by? Um, my name is Magda Batista and my nickname is Mags. Mags okay. Star. <laughs> okay. Yes, Mag, Mags the Star on uh, on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. And I, you know, when I started following you, I think you, I think the reason I followed you was a post that you'd made, something along the lines of like "fake it till you make it," which is something yes. like you know, for me, I've been doing. I did radio for twenty years. I've been podcasting now for ten, uh, and it's something that I have subscribed to for my entire career. And I and I wonder how many people are like that. They fake it until they make it. Yeah, I believe that it's it's a defense mechanism mechanism uh, where we want to protect that uh, part of us that doesn't feel enough, and it sometimes works because we were able to get through certain doors by faking it. However, at some point you hit a wall and. You need to be true to yourself and realize that by being the authentic you is your true superpower because you're not deceiving anybody when you hit that wall because you'll just go walk through it because you'll be the same person no matter what. So as you stop faking it and you become this authentic, you just choose to own that authenticity within you. You just allow others to feel at ease within themselves and as they allow themselves to be authentic as well we have less walls or less obstacles and then we understand that it was all part of the process of self-love yeah that's the thing about your your channel magda like the positivity is like i just love your positive outlook on life and like i think that that's the thing like often that you know we don't uh, appreciate the positive things that are in our lives and it's so much easier to kind of pick apart the negative things yes and i believe that the reason why i see this silver lining is also because I had a car accident about eight years ago, 2015. That's about eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be eight years, the December 2nd. And what happened there was the catalyst to my new way of seeing things. Mm. I was always complaining about something and didn't realize how perfect my life was. 
I had the husband, I had the house, I had I had my wedding day, like the princess style. And I kept complaining and I had two healthy kids. And then the universe just woke me up to gratitude. Mm. And until the day I was not doing that gratitude exercise, I kept being dizzy and I kept being sick after that car accident because I was not in that mind sta state of mind where I could see that things are happening for me. And as I shifted my perspective, that's when I started to heal. Mm. Every night before bed, I forced myself to get in three gratitudes, no matter how the day was, no matter how long I was laying down on the horizontal position, I forced myself, what did I see today? The sun, the sun was part of my gratitude. You know, like I had to find those three gratitudes before sleeping. And as I practiced that muscle, that's when I started to heal my body. That's when I started to heal my whole way of seeing life. Wow. That's crazy. So like, was it a like near death car accident or? So it was not a near death but I was the only one injured. So it was a, a family accident, yeah. car accident. And the car that hit us was on the passenger side and it was me. So I got all of the impact. And uh, actually my ex-husband, he tried to avoid and he hit another car on the passenger side as well. So it was a double impact wow. on the passenger side. So it was like the universe was literally telling me, wake up. <laughs> yeah, straight up, right? <laughs> It was um, like I, I was uh, out last night with a buddy watching the Canucks game, and as I'm walking him home, I was mentioning that you were going to come on, and I was like, "Yeah, she's a hypnotherapist," and he's like, "Ah, that's garbage." I'm like, ah, "You know what? Like, interesting that you say that because my wife did did hypnotherapy, and because she was like way past due, she was so far past pregnancy, and nothing was working." And suddenly she did this hypnotherapy and like the next day had our first kid. Um, what do you say to people that are like, ah, that's like, that, that can't be real. That stuff can't be like, is it Reiki? Is that how you pronounce it? Like, that's where you put your hands over our body and like feel the energy or whatever. Like what, what do you say to people that are like, nah, that's come on. So Elon Musk. Elon. Yeah. And various scientific people will proclaim that everything is energy. Mm. Everything is energy. And Reiki is an energy healing. So it's different from hypnotherapy and yet they work well together because you spoke about hypnotherapy right. and now you're talking about Reiki. So right. I just want to make sure that we understand that there's, there's two different modalities or two different uh, healing different techniques and tools yeah. yet they work well together so reiki is life force energy and with reiki we're able to realign the chakras so the chakras there are seven chakras which with which we work with in reiki so there's more than seven chakras in our field so chakra, chakras are uh, energy fields that when they are blocked, um, 
we start seeing these roadblocks as I was talking before on our path. So as we clear them, as we align them, we're able to manifest faster. We're able to feel more balanced in life. So that's the Reiki part. The hypnotherapy is really the subconscious programming that we have that we can change in order to also start manifesting what we want in our life in a more positive way or in a more aligned way. So the story about your wife, she probably had a blockage in her subconscious or fear that this hypnotherapist was able to unlock, which allowed her to relax into her body. And as she relaxed, she was able to deliver faster. Yeah. You know, she says because of that hypnotherapy, um, our second born was born with like, I don't know, a couple of hours. The difference of like 29 hours versus like I almost missed parking the car. I almost missed the my second born, you know, like it was just the difference was insane. And she she says it's because of the hypnotherapy. Yes. Well, it could be because of the hypnotherapy, uh, definitely, because when we unlock those fears and we allow them to be released because we come into this world if you look at the newborn they're so happy or they cry and they get what they want you know they're they demand and they get what they need uh and then with time um and our experiences we develop these fears so depending on how the parents react to the child falling down like you know when they start walking and they fall if the parent doesn't really react the child will look at the parent and be like okay it's, it's okay if i fall I'll, I'll just stand back up but if the parent is like right. freaking out oh my god did you hurt yourself then the child stays with that fear in their brain and now he associates falling with some kind of fear like it, it could be really bad because my parents are reacting to this so that becomes a, a subconscious programming and then later in life we don't know why we're afraid of heights or why we're afraid of moving uh, 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 like something on our path. And when we do the hypnotherapy, we bring the patient, the, not the patient, but the client back into this state where they're able to see it from a bird's eye view and see there's no danger here. <laughs> it's perfectly normal. And, and then we change that programming and now you're no longer afraid of going up or down the stairs or whatever it is that whatever you is. had as a fear. So yeah, that's interesting. the interesting part about hypnotherapy. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I'm curious like what did you want to do with your life as a kid growing up? Me personally? Yeah. I knew as a kid that I wanted to become a teacher. I had a blackboard in my in my room. I would line up my dolls and I would teach them everything. I would write on that board. I would teach them math, French, English, everything. Everything that I knew, I love to teach. Yeah. And I still consider myself as the eternal student and teacher of life. Whatever I teach, I learn. And my best teachers are always my students. Do you feel pressure to be a role model? No, I love it. I love it. I love being the role model because I feel like 
I'm able to lead through my actions. And the more I lead through my actions, the more I better my life. So it's not a pressure. It's more a lifestyle. It's what I choose to be. And this is why I was talking about authenticity before. When you're authentic, you no longer feel that pressure to pretend to be someone that you're not. I was recently at a Tony Robbins event as a crew member. I was helping out and cheering people on. And people would come to me and they're like, how do you have all that energy all day long? We're exhausted. I'm like, because it's my lifestyle. I don't pretend to be this happy, joyful, energetic person. I am a physical educator. I believe in, in moving your body for health purposes. And so I adopt that lifestyle. If anybody travels with me and they ask me if I want to take a cab, I always say, can we walk there? <laughs> totally right. And I'll walk there and they're like, no, no, it's too far. I'm like, how far is it? Or how close is it? Mm. I don't want to waste my time in a cab. I want to see everything. So I'll walk and see. And at the same time, I get my steps in. Mm -hmm. So it's a lifestyle. It's the way you choose to see things. What would you say you like eats up most of your time these days? What would I say that takes the most of my time these days? Like, yeah. I think that because I want to adapt myself to the new reality which is this virtual world i created so much resistance against this virtual world i was like i don't love it i don't want to do anything on this platform then once i changed that mindset and realized that i can reach out more people and the more i learn about this technology the more i'll be able to share my wisdom or be in contact and connection with others, then I would have to learn it. So what's consuming my time right now is learning this technology, how to build my website, how to even work with the Zoom. So I'm teaching Reiki and hypnosis and, and even I have a heal and flow program and Every time I go on Zoom with my students, I'm learning with them. They're like, yeah, you can share it this way. You got to click that button. And they teach me. So I'm learning. So this is the consuming part of my life right now is, is how to use this technology. Because even though I'm a physical educator, I don't usually like to use the technology in my classrooms. But now I'm starting to see that it can actually be beneficial. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, how often do you set goals for yourself? Because that's, that, yeah, that's super important. Like talk about the importance of setting goals and like achieving goals and what that does for your, your mind and health and all that. Definitely. So when I wake up and I am sticking to my routine, I love to set goals every day. So for my day, I have three things I must accomplish. Mm. And then I have those extra things that I can accomplish either today, tomorrow, or throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And then I love to reflect on it at night. So I have a tool that I use. I don't know if you know Brendan Buchard. Um, he's a high-performance coach, and I love to use his uh, planner. So every day there's a set of questions that I fill out. How am I going to be mindful today? And what are the three uh, goals that I must achieve for today or three tasks that I must achieve? Mm -hmm. And then there's a weekly 
analysis that you go through. To be totally honest, this is what I love to do. Do I do it every single day? Not always. Sometimes I skip. Like on weekends, I like to just go with the flow and be adventurous. Yeah. But um, yeah, I like I like to set them on a regular basis. So yeah, when I wake up, I, I do the same mind. thing. Like oh, you know, I, I find oh, that people okay. that don't make goals like how, how's there any fulfillment in your life if you're not meeting the things that you're challenging yourself oh, with? Or, you know what I mean? Like, and for when I, and I don't know if you're the same as me, but when I set goals. I'll attack the biggest one or the one that's the most annoying or the one that I don't want to do, like get that one out of the way for the rest to fall into place. It's weird when you meet people that don't set goals. And I have through this podcast, I mean, and just kind of meeting people in general, like, ah, no goals, just float through life. It's like, wow, really? And are you fulfilled? Do you feel okay? Like it's weird. I guess we're all built differently. Yet, just like you, I feel like if I have a goal, it's giving me that extra spark in my day because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So I direction, focus, I know where I'm going. And I love that certainty. Um, yet, I believe that some people are just going through life sure. and they're comfortable in it without wanting more. And that's also valid. Um, sure. I think it's a trait of a of a higher performer, like someone that wants more from life, and that likes that extra like challenge. And like you said, knocking down those things that you don't want to do has this sensation of satisfaction when you just oh. do it right away, right You're off the like, bat. Oh, I'm so glad that's out of the way. Like it needs yeah. to get done. Don't leave it to the last because you're not going to want to do it then. Yeah. To do it right away. If you get the big things out of the way, you have to. Yeah. Just like when you work out. I mean, when you work out, the best way to train is to always go to the big muscles first, sure. the larger muscles, so that when you're doing the small muscles, then you're just refining the technique. You know, you're just like finishing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Magna, um, what are you binge watching when you find time lately? I do not watch TV. Really? I do not watch Netflix unless I am really in need of a big break. Then mm -hmm. I'll watch some Christmas movie or some romantic love story. Interesting. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, how about <laughs> how about the music in your life then? Like what what were you what were you like growing up around as a kid and and like yeah that sort of stuff so i grew up in a family um with a little bit of trauma so there was not really a lot of music in the house well, mm. no music at all um my brother died uh at an early age and i feel like my parents felt like celebrating was not the right thing to do but i love music passionately i love piano for example if somebody is playing piano i'll i'll stop everything that i'm doing just to listen to the piano i know nothing about piano i try to i try to learn how to play piano and i failed massively and 
my dream is that one day one of my kids will play piano for me. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy uplifting music. And for me right now, Rufus du Sol, I don't know if you heard about them. Hmm. Um, it's It's an incredible band. It's a little bit more techno kind of music. I went to see them twice. And every time... I was just propelled in a different world and I was just in symbiosis with the whole universe. So if you want to check them out, Rufus the Soul is... Like how, how good is music for that, right? Like it's just a different thing. Music is so good. It is. Yeah. It uplifts my spirit. It just... Yeah, so... I love dancing. If I, if I listen to music that brings my mood up, I'll just start dancing anywhere I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's nice. And what was the first concert that you went to? The first concert that I went to, uh, I'm a little bit ashamed. <laughs> I didn't really enjoy her, but my neighbor invited me and I was babysitting her. And I was probably 15 years old. I went to Britney Spears concert. <laughs> I just oh, want to make great. her happy. Oh yeah. my God. Her life has spiraled out of control. <laughs> oh yes. Unfortunately. Yes. I am actually sad for her. Yeah. Same. I mean, imagine if you had somebody controlling your every move, your financial future, like, like, hold up. I'm the one that's performing. I'm the one that just did the concert, but I can't access my own money. Like, yeah, pretty. I'd pretty love to stuff. empower that woman. If I could. Yeah. If I could have a talk with her yeah right yeah all right magda i'll, I'll wrap it up in a, in a couple of minutes here i uh, told you it'd be 15 20 we're past that now so uh i'm curious about your what you would say is your career highlight my you, what you your career highlight do you have just like one career highlight um so i'm a physical educator yet i have other um career paths because I have, like I said before, I am the eternal student and teacher of life. So I've learned hypnotherapy, got certified, Reiki, got certified. I'm a personal trainer as well, certified. So out of all the careers or the career possibilities that I have, the highlight that I have is my almost 20 years of teaching young kids and how they come into my classroom with the sparkles in their eyes and the excitement and when they reach out and they're older and I cannot recognize them but they recognize me and they send me a message and they say because of you I am part of the university basketball team and then they go on and tell me what I told them that day that made the difference. That makes me happy. That's my paycheck right there. Yeah, so good. How old are the kids that you're teaching? Right now? Yeah. Uh, when I teach, they're between the ages of 4 to 12 years old. Okay, they're little kids. But, yes, but now they are in their 20s and 30s. My first... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my great. first students are already in their 30s. Yes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh and and this is a big question, but I'm I'm curious what you 
what you think, where do you see yourself in like five years? I love that question. And I, I feel like every year I change my answer mm -hmm. because every year I ask myself that in five years from now, I see myself owning a retreat center. I see myself helping many people and collaborating with other people that will bring out the best in humanity because I believe a lot of people are suffering and they need the compassionate, passionate, the compassionate and passionate people who want to make the difference. So I see myself owning this space where people feel at home and where transformation is happening exponentially every day. Great answer. I love your positivity. I simply adore your page. I think it's one of the one of the best on Instagram. But thank you again for taking the time today, uh, Magda Baptista. Uh, you are Mags the Star on Instagram. You are also uh, Live Your Life to the Mags on Instagram. Yes. Good luck with the Christmas shopping. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Have I'll uh, tag day. you when we're when we're throwing this stuff around online, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast Podcast. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.